If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Good morning. Some news. The first interim housing site in Sonoma County has opened in Hillsburg. The L&M Village site officially had its ribbon cutting at the repurposed former Hillsburg Avenue Lodge. Residents with housing problems first moved into the 22-room site back in November. Organizers say more than 90% of residents have landed jobs or boosted their incomes. The site is run by the nonprofit Reach for Home and allows residents to stay for 30 days at a time for a maximum of six months. The city of Healdsburg purchased the site last year using money from the state's Project Home Key program. And for more, more information for you or a family member or a loved one about the LM Village, head to cityofhealdsburg.gov. Laverne and Shirley star Cindy Shirley Williams has passed away at the age of 75. She passed away in L.A. after a brief illness. So Cindy Williams co-starred in films like American Graffiti and The Conversation before making her debut as Milwaukee brewery worker Shirley Feeney in an episode of Happy Days. And Laverne and Shirley was a Happy Days spinoff that ran on ABC from 76 to 83 and in its prime was among one of the most popular shows on TV. And I told Tanner I used to watch this on TV land late at night when I wasn't supposed to be up. Yeah. (laughs) It's fun how we attach those memories to those certain times in our lives. Uh, Morgan Wallen's double album, Dangerous, is one of the biggest albums from the past 20 years in country music. Well, I'm here to report that Morgan has been working in the studio and has another album ready to go. He announced yesterday that he will be releasing a brand new album called One Thing at a Time on March 3rd. And the album features 36 songs. So we're going to be entertained for a while. It includes duets with the chief, Eric Church, Ernest Hardy, and Morgan's sister, which I think is really cool. Uh, Last night, Morgan Wallen released three songs from the album, including I Wrote the Book. Here's how Morgan Wallen describes the album. He said, quote, it represents the last few years of my life, the highs and the lows. It also brings together the musical influences that have shaped me as an artist, country, alternative, and hip hop. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. What is something that you own that you have never used? So I hate being wasteful. It drives me nuts. But I would be a liar for sure if I said that I have used everything I've been bought or that I've been given. And Amber, I was going through some things in my closet last night, just trying to declutter a little bit. And I came across a brand new George Foreman grill. (laughs) And I've had this thing since probably 2015. And I think George Foreman grills are like easy bake ovens for adults. But I decided, hey, I don't want to be, I don't want to waste things. So I grabbed it, plugged it in, tried to fire it up. And the dang thing didn't even work. Why? I mean, just been sitting there for so long. Maybe it was always broken or what's your theory on this? You know, it was a gift from my mom back in like 2015. 
and uh, I think she got it at like maybe a secondhand store so, so maybe someone donated it and it was broken I don't know why it's broken but what I do know is I had this thing sitting in my closet forever I had guilt because I didn't use it and then it didn't even work <laughs> that's really sad uh, it's okay it's you know if I want a George Foreman grill I can just go get one on Amazon or something I've never used one. I had a friend that used one pretty religiously, especially when they were trying to lose weight. They would just throw chicken on it constantly and then eat a sweet potato. (laughs) It reminds me of that episode of The Office where... (laughs) He wakes up wanting bacon. Exactly. And then he burns his foot because of it. (laughs) Uh, Amber, what is something you own that you have never used? It was our toaster, uh, which is why Cold made me throw it away recently. He didn't make me. We finally made the decision to say RIP to the toaster. It was taking up way too much counter space. And I use, like I never eat toast. And that's the only thing you can really use it for, baby, besides like Pop-Tarts or Eggos. And yeah. I never eat any like of that stuff at home. So <laughs> we got rid of it. We we finally have a little extra counter space yeah. now. And uh, yeah, I had to say RIP. I don't know if it's just me who does this, but when I get rid of appliances like that, the next day I would want toast. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. well, the one time I want to use it, it's not here. <laughs> Got some uh, comments on our Instagram page at Froggy929. Here's what you said. What is something you own that you have never used? Amanda Freuder Park says a dishwasher. What? Uh, she said it was bought a year, bought a year ago, uh, but to install it, we would have to take some drawers out. Uh, don't know where to make up for the space. That makes sense. So we just haven't done it yet. Alan from Healdsburg said snowshoes, brand new in the package from Costco. They're at least eight years old. Yeah, you don't really need those in Sonoma County. I really love what Renee from Hidden Valley said. She said, my gym membership. (laughs) They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever been sent to the principal's office? Last night I started watching the critically acclaimed show. It's called Abbott Elementary. It's about a group of dedicated, passionate teachers with this slightly tone-deaf principal. Uh, They all find themselves thrown together in a Philly public school. And it's really great because it's funny, but it also highlights problems we have here in the U.S., which is underfunded schools. Uh, And, you know, it just made me think about my poor teachers and my poor principal and all they had to deal with when I was in school. What did you do? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, it wasn't just me. When you watch this show, it'll bring up memories for you, especially, you know, with like other kids, bad kids or kids throwing up. Yeah. Yeah, on like the carpet. I want to watch this show now because we forget about all the craziness that happened when we were in (laughs) elementary school. So I'm going to watch that because I want some of those memories to come back. Exactly. So, um, Tanner, have you ever been sent to the principal's office? I have been sent to the principal's office one time. (laughs) It was in elementary school. I was in third grade. I decided it was a good idea to take a Sharpie to a brick building and draw some stick figures and some great new art. And my principal and my teachers were not fans of my art. They brought me in. Uh, First, they made me write, I will not write on the walls a hundred times on a piece of paper. And then after that, I spent the next four recesses cleaning it off the brick. Um, what what was the situation? Is this the one you tried to like blame on someone else? 
Uh, no, I didn't get in trouble for that. That was the dirt clump incident, which we were throwing dirt clumps at cars, but I blamed it on somebody else and didn't get in trouble. That's messed up. <laughs> I was a jerk. <laughs> what about uh, you? It's probably not surprising. I never got sent to the actual principal's office, but I got sent to the vice principal's office for being late too many times in high school. That does not surprise me it at shouldn't. all. It shouldn't. <laughs> uh, but no, he, he gave me a stern talking to him and he was like, Stop being late. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'll try my best, I guess. <laughs> I wasn't late again after that. Which, it worked. He was he was a scary guy. Yeah. And he meant well. So, you know, it just our teachers want the best for us. And that's what Albert Elementary is all about, taking care of the kids. We've got Bobby from Petaluma on the phone. Bobby, what did you do to get sent to the principal's office? Senior prank day. We, uh, me and a couple guys, um, put a for sale sign on our high school routed it out through three different cell phones and we were getting cash offers for the high school throughout our entire final week of senior year. I sadly ended up in the principal's office with a $4.5 million cash offer on the high school and the grounds while I was talking to my principal. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. What's your favorite Sonoma County landmark? So people were asked what their least favorite landmark in the United States was. And it's right here in California. It's the Hollywood sign. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've always wanted to see it. <laughs> I gotta agree with this. It's not exactly exciting. <laughs> My brother lives over by the Hollywood sign in Los Angeles, and I saw it and I went, oh, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> Compared to other landmarks that I've been to where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Hollywood sign, eh, you don't really need to see it. Well, you know, can you see it from the plane ride? Can you see it when you're flying in or no? Not necessarily from the plane, but you can definitely see it when you're on the highway. Okay. Yeah, you just kind of glance over it real quick, and you're like, oh, cool. That's is, it, there. is it smaller than I imagine it? Yes, a lot smaller. Because I imagine it's massive. Not really, no. I mean, of course, when you get up close, because you can hike by there, too, uh, you can see it. But, yeah, kind of kind of disappointing, in my opinion. Uh, I was surprised to see that there is not one Sonoma County landmark on the best or the worst list, and I think we should absolutely change that. Amber, what is your favorite landmark right here in Sonoma County? You know, I got I gotta say it. It's probably all of the filming locations uh, from the birds. I really like taking people to see the schoolhouse in Bodega. Uh, a lot of people recognize that from Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, and they get really excited about it. Yeah. And seeing my friends and family take pictures and get excited, that just brings joy to my heart. But what about you? Uh, my favorite is all the Snoopy statues across Santa Rosa. So a lot of people that come and visit me here from my home state of Washington or all around the country don't necessarily know about Charles M. Schultz and how Peanuts was created here in Sonoma County. And there are like more than 70 across Santa Rosa, these Snoopy statues or Peanuts-themed statues. And I love showing people because you don't really have to drive that far because yeah. I live in Santa Rosa and I know probably where pro like 25 of them are <laughs> off the top of my head. There's, there's a map somewhere, I think. I'll have to find I, that. If not... I made that up in my head. <laughs> if not, we will make one. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking your calls right now talking about favorite Sonoma County landmarks. Uh, 6361-HOP, who's this? It's Jeff from Hunter Park. How about Armstrong Woods Redwood Preserve? Of course. 
Absolutely. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, wait a minute. They even have a walking trail for blind people, and they rub their hand across the wood. There's a big groove in the wood where they rub their hand for so many years. That's oh. awesome. Here we go. Isn't this a brand new day? Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So fans are not happy that this actress is playing Amy Winehouse. Recently, some pictures surfaced of English actress Marissa Abela uh, in costume betraying Amy Winehouse for the new biopic. Uh, fans were pretty mad saying that Marissa looks nothing like Amy. Uh, we've got a post up right now on our Instagram story at froggy92.9 if you want to check it out for herself. Uh, but one fan tweeted, Marissa is a good actress, but anyone who thinks she looks like Amy Winehouse needs to make an appointment with their eye doctor. And these new pictures were captured on the streets of London this past Sunday afternoon, uh, where she was seen in full costume, wearing full face makeup, you know, including Amy's signature heavy winged eyeliner, the beehive. Um, and people online continued to say that it's a complete miscast. But Amy's father, Mitch, has defended the casting of Amy, saying it's not a big deal. He shared that Marissa is a great choice, admitting it doesn't matter if they don't look exactly alike. You know, as they say, it's not always about the look, but it's more about the essence. And I think it's a bit weird for everyone to be so riled up over the fact that Marissa is not a dead ringer for Amy. And truth be told, Hollywood's been in the habit of casting actors who don't necessarily look exactly like, you know, iconic musicians or people from history that they play, especially as of late. Austin Butler excluded, of course, played Elvis. Um, but there are so many examples. Leonardo DiCaprio played J. Edgar Hoover. They look nothing alike. Michael Fassbender played Steve Jobs. Ray Liotta as Joe Jackson looked nothing like him. Uh, plus, you got to imagine the producers who are working with this have the blessing of Amy's estate, want to do her legacy justice. So a little trust goes a long way for this sort of thing. And as they say, it's not always about the look, but more about the essence. So bottom line, Marissa still has a potential to wow everybody. And apparently her audition uh, just blew everyone away. And she was the front runner to be Amy from the very beginning. Now, the Hollywood biopic named Back to Black is currently filming in London and will document the life of the legendary star Amy Winehouse until her death at the age of 27. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Thomas Rhett was talking about how he might get his pilot's license. definitely see me still wanting to do that. I have so many pilots in my family. My brother-in-law Grayson is a pilot. My father-in-law is a pilot. A lot of my close friends are pilots. I think it would take a little more trust on my own end to trust that I could do it right. I don't know, maybe I'll decide that getting my pilot's license is something I'd want to do. If Dirks can do it, I can do it. If Dirks can do it, I can do it. <laughs> I love that. Uh, and Thomas Rhett's not the only person who wants to be a pilot. According to a new study, the number one dream job worldwide is a pilot. Pretty cool, right? 
Yeah, I've heard so many people throughout the years say that they want to get their pilot's license. And I grew up in a town where we had a small airport. What? And you could go get your uh, pilot's license. You can go train there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a lot if of people you know have did it. a child or you're someone that's interested in learning how to be a pilot, I'd recommend the Microsoft Flight Simulator. Basically, it's a game you play on your computer that you can fly any plane. You can even buy like hardware that make it seem like you're flying. Uh, so uh, what is your ultimate dream job? Amber, if you took radio out of the picture, what would be your dream job? Yeah, that's hard because radio is a bug you can't get rid of. I know so many people that remain in radio even after they don't love it anymore. Yeah. Uh, But (laughs) I think for me, before I decided to go into radio, I was studying um, audio and editing audio. So I I think I'd I'd still do something in the music industry, maybe um, working for a music studio, doing some back-end work, helping produce, or or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, I, I never really... I was too scared to be a musician, but I always loved music. So that that's kind of what got me into radio, I guess. What about you? Um, I like like you, you know, radio is my ultimate dream job. It's kind of like a zombie apocalypse. Once you get bit, you're a radio person forever. Um, but if it was impossible for me to get in a radio, like my ultimate dream job would probably be a, like a general manager of an NFL team, kind of like John Lynch of the 49ers. Basically, what the job is is I'd get get to like help pick players for the team pick the jerseys pick the kind of the goals for the team and i would try to create my dream team but i'd probably be really bad at it (laughs) based off of my fantasy football league last year i don't know how any of that works i just if i if i joined a fantasy football league i think i'd have to get cole to help me every single day we should do it next year no we shouldn't (laughs) no i would definitely lose i would be busted (laughs) in the first week you never know you could win (sighs) ultimate dream jobs i do know (laughs) are being discussed on the Froggy Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. Here's what she said. Uh, Cadence from Santa Rosa says, probably working at Disneyland, or I would love to be a paranormal investigator. Ooh. Tracy from Windsor said, after visiting South Africa, I would love to be a game ranger. (laughs) Devin from Santa Rosa said, my dream job would be not needing one. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. What are your Groundhog Day predictions? Well, it's Groundhog Day again. Groundhog Day is Thursday, but in the city of Buffalo, they held their own Groundhog Day early at the Flying Bison Brewing Company. And Buffalo's groundhog is named Buffalo Bert. Uh, he saw his shadow, meaning we'll have more six weeks of winter. Yes. Uh, but for those of us who observe Groundhog Day on actual Groundhog Day, it's again Thursday, February 2nd. So if Punxsutawney Phil cannot find his shadow, that means an early spring will be predicted. So... Tanner, do you think Punxsutawney Phil will see his shadow or not see his shadow? Um, I want him to see his shadow. I'm throwing that out into the universe right now because I enjoy the cold and I cannot deal with the heat very well. I, I, I'm a person that runs naturally <laughs> hot. For, so for selfish reasons, I want six more weeks of winter. Uh, I hope he doesn't find that thing. <laughs> I, I hate the cold. I texted you this morning and I was like, it's so cold yeah i hate this <laughs> i should have brought a blanket and my mini heater to work <laughs> it's 
chilly out there. That means you and I are going to be watching <laughs> the live stream like we are going against each other at the Super Bowl with yeah. two different teams. Six more weeks of winter. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of the studio. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on what you believe and, you know, if you believe in Buffalo Burt or Punxsutawney Phil. Maybe we'll have. Maybe they'll have to go head to head on this one. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just hope uh, we we can make a big event out of this, or somebody can like make it crazy. <laughs> I think a lot of people do place bets on Groundhog Day. Like it's a big betting Ooh. situation. I'm gonna have to check the MGM app <laughs> for that one. Uh, we so we asked on Instagram how you felt about this. Uh, do you think that Puxanati Phil is gonna see his shadow or not see his shadow? So 64 percent percent of people predict that phil will see his shadow <laughs> uh so groundhog day 2023 will be celebrated at gobbler's knob in punxsutawney pennsylvania at approximately 6 30 a.m on thursday it's gonna be a good day with amber and tanner in the morning i got some good friends they only good time when they're awesome today's country Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Xander. Xander works remotely, and Barry Martindale's going to say that some of his actions are not okay. Hello? Hi, is this Xander? This is he. Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of HR for your company. Yes. I understand you work for... That's correct. Well, I'm calling you because you have not been a golden employee for the company, and I understand that you are working remotely. However, your actions have been uh, a little challenging for the company to accept. Like, for instance? For instance, you take frequent breaks, you never dress up for work, and even one day you're wearing your pajamas. I work from home, so... I don't have a dress code or anything like that, and I don't think I take that frequent breaks. Well, it's obvious that you do because we have been watching you through your webcam for the past couple of weeks and uh, trying to make sure that you're following protocol. I'm pretty sure no one can watch me through my webcam legally. Well, I have footage of you from the past three months. With without my permission, you've been filming me in my home. That's this is my my private residence. Just don't want to remind you to. You should probably clean up your bed because we can see it in the camera. Yeah, because I don't. I'm not customer facing. So how my background looks like doesn't matter. So we're gonna have a new policy for you that you need to follow immediately if you want to keep your employment. One, you need to shave daily. That nasty beard's gotta go. Uh, I, I, as, as far as I know, doesn't have a facial hair. Policy, and I, 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 I'm growing up my beard because I like the way it looks. You and also need home. you need to wear a collared shirt every day while you are in your home office. I'm not wearing a collared shirt. The, the, the reason I work from home is because I like that particular lifestyle choice. I don't want to go to an office and wear a collared shirt. That's why I work from home. And additionally, we noticed on your computer we went through all of your files, and you have a lot of video game apps on your computer. That that is definitely against the law. I, 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 what I do on my free time when I'm not at work is none of your business. There's no way you have the right to go through my computer for God's sake. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh my goodness. Hey, <laughs> you man, you got my blood boiling and, and I'm and I was scared. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 755 for the neighbor dispute with Barry Martindale. 
on Froggy 92.9. I need your help solving this problem in my household. What can I do to prevent my bathroom rug from getting so dirty? So for some reason, I noticed our bathroom rug has been getting so dirty lately. And it seems like I've been washing it like every week. Every Sunday, I'm taking it out of the washing machine. I'm hanging it up to dry. It's really time consuming and very annoying. Um, And I went as far as this Sunday to move it away from the toilet. So if my fiance Cole goes in there like right after work to go to the bathroom, he's not stepping on it and getting dirty. Well, I walked in yesterday dirt dirt all over the rug i was madder than a wet hen i absolutely lost my mind and i was like cole you have to start taking your shoes off i cannot with this rug i'm fighting for my life right now trying to keep this rug clean i have never had this problem with a rug in my bathroom before do you guys just need to wash your toes more no, often see that's a, no it's not that cole's going in the bathroom with dirty shoes and putting his dirty shoes all over the rug and i'm like what are you doing going in like going in on a, on a mud hike do you guys right, wear what you, shoes what are you doing? inside of your apartment? I don't. We have we even have a pile of shoes by the door that we take off. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Are you just going in there and just like <laughs> stomping on it? It's driving me crazy. Well, I think you, what you got to do is remind him that this is a no-shoes apartment. I tried. I tried that last night, and he was like, why are you crying about this? <laughs> you were crying about no, it? No, I wasn't crying. I okay. was having a moment. <laughs> I had like a full-blown plan- panic attack about it. Well, I think something, uh, I don't know if this will help. You clearly see this is bothering me. But it's what helps me in my household. Like, when I'm doing something that's, like, rather, you know, not considerate of my partner, something something she does is she puts a responsibility on me. She goes, oh, well, if you're not going to do this, well, y- you just have to you just have to do it then. <laughs> like, that responsibility's on you. I see what you're saying. But I also don't want to get out of the shower clean and step on a dirty rug. Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe I'll just take the rug out altogether, like yeah. you're saying. You got to put the rug in timeout, maybe. I, I think you got a good. When he gets out of the shower, he doesn't have anything to step on. I don't want to play this game with him. I just, <laughs> I just want him to not go in the bathroom with dirty shoes. Yeah, just imagine that game. Every time you get out of the shower, you take the rug with you. You go, this is Amber's rug. Cole, if you want your own rug, you got to go buy one. That's in the shape of a letter C. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to get on that thing out of the shower? A a C-shaped rug. I would fall every time. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know what to do, how to solve this problem. Tanner's saying I should be petty. (laughs) I just know what to do. Got something to say? Call me You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. What is your favorite thing to eat with your hands? All 10 of your fingers. I love eating with my hands at home because that means I don't have to do dishes and I'm a big fan of it. But I also love eating with my hands at restaurants. So I was driving home from work yesterday and I noticed that I saw a new restaurant on Mendocino Avenue in Santa Rosa called Big O Crab. Amber, have you seen the sign for this restaurant at all? I have not. Oh my gosh. It's where Steel and Hops used to be. 
And it doesn't have an opening day quite yet, but when it does, I'm gonna be like one of the first people in line. Cause it's essentially like a Cajun style seafood boil. Yeah. It comes in a bag, you get a big bowl, and you get a bib, you get gloves and a bucket. And I love that. I think it's a fun experience. <laughs> yeah, I've been to a lot of like uh, seafood broils in my life where they put everything out on the table like the corn and the crawdads and the potatoes mm -hmm. and you just like take your hands and eat all of that and it's a fun experience so I'm glad that this something like this is coming to Sonoma County yeah one of my favorite things about it is that you get an adult bib <laughs> and like if if you don't <laughs> I don't need the bib but then again yeah, you, you learn do. very quickly you do but when I went to the restaurant uh, one of these type of restaurants one time I put on gloves and then the gloves weren't working I just ripped them off I was like you know what if we're gonna get messy we're gonna get messy yeah yeah <laughs> so I'm really excited about it again it's called Bago Crab it's where Steel and Hops used to be it's gonna be opening relatively soon uh, Amber what is your favorite food to eat with your hands probably nachos that's it nachos probably nachos and it's not as messy depending on the cheese <laughs> so that's, that's a, a very that's a very good point if you melt all the cheese together it makes one big nacho yeah and you can just <laughs> from that movie saving silverman yeah uh yeah i really i like making nachos at home and cole makes fun of me because he's, he's like you don't even put any meat on it mm -hmm. i'm just like well the, the, i put beans on it mm -hmm. that's protein <laughs> Good enough, right? Right. Uh, getting some comments on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What's your favorite thing to eat with your hands? Ashley from Novato says you should try local simmer claw bar. It's so good. Blake from Katati said ribs from Cattleman's. My mouth is watering just thinking about it. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Sure am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Gary, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. Gary from Santa Rosa, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half-a-point bonus? She's going to lose her winning streaks over. <laughs> Amber is running out of the studio as we speak. Her record's 567 wins and 47 losses. She is on a 10-game oh. winning streak. And here's question number one, Gary from Santa Rosa. Elton John has the highest grossing tour of all time. What country is Elton John originally from? Uh, England. Correct. Question two, Morgan Wallen's new album will have 36 songs. One of the collaborators on the album will be Ernest. True or false, these two have collaborated before. Well, incorrect. Question three. Michael Jackson's nephew will play him in a biopic. What is Michael Jackson's most successful song? Thriller. Incorrect. Question four. Lainey Wilson is the first female in over a decade to have two songs in country radio's top ten chart. One of those songs is Wait in the Truck. This song is a duet. Who does Lainey perform Wait in the Truck with? I have no idea. That's okay. Question five. Which Disney <laughs> Pixar movie features the characters Sheriff Woody and Buzz Lightyear? Uh, Toy Story. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Including his half a point bonus, Amber. Gary from Santa Rosa got two and a half out of five today. Hi, Gary. Hi. How'd it go? 
Uh, I'd say okay. <laughs> you think if they were hard questions, you think I'm gonna, you think I'm still gonna get them all wrong? No, I think you're probably gonna win. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Question one: Elton John has the highest-grossing tour of all time. What country is Elton John originally from? England. Correct. Gary from Santa Rosa also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question two: Morgan Wallen's new album will have 36 songs. One of the collaborators on the album will be Ernest. True or false? These two have collaborated before. True? That's correct. The song is Flower Shops. Oh, that's right. Uh, Gary from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to one. Question three. Michael Jackson's nephew will play him in a biopic. What is Michael Jackson's most successful song? Thriller? That is incorrect. I was looking for Beat It. Hmm. It was number seven for seven weeks and spent 24 weeks on the Billboard charts. Gary from Santa Rosa also got that incorrect. Amber, you're still up two to one. Question four. Lainey Wilson is the first female in over a decade to have two songs in country radio's top ten chart. One of those songs is Wait in the Truck. This song is a duet. Who does Lainey perform Wait in the Truck with? Hardy. That is correct. Gary from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're now up three to one. And question number five. Which Disney Pixar movie features the character Sheriff Woody and Buzz Lightyear? Toy Story. That is correct. The final score, Amber wins four to two and a half. Gary from Santa Rosa, so sorry. You are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're still going to Shoreline Amphitheater on Saturday, July 22nd to see Luke Bryan. Awesome. Gary from Santa Rosa, you are seeing Luke Bryan thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, Froggy 92.9. We are just two weeks away from Valentine's Day. My funny Valentine. So if you're planning on ordering anything online, you should probably get on that. Tanner, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Uh, According to annual survey by the National Retail Federation, the average American expects to spend $192 this Valentine's Day. Oh, I believe that. And because everything goes up in price, Valentine's Day is so tough when you're trying to plan ahead. Yeah. You know, people always get like roses and boxes of candy and these like fun cards and things like that. And that kind of stuff can get expensive. Uh, Something that I do if you want to save some money, make the card yourself. I guarantee your partner will actually appreciate it more. Like some, some some construction paper? Yeah, or? just grab some construction paper, <laughs> grab that glue stick, draw a picture. Uh, they like it more, the worse it is. I just got an idea. What if we get a gigantic uh, like poster board and make a gigantic card? I like it. We should make one for the office. I, I like it. Happy Valentine's Day from Amber and, that, and Tanner. And then we can hang it and it won't go down for six years. <laughs> That happens a lot here, yep. Uh, So, of course, not everyone celebrates Valentine's Day, uh, myself included. My birthday is literally the week before, so I'm still celebrating my birthday. And to me, it outshines Valentine's Day. It's way more important. You celebrate (laughs) your birthday for a week? I Yeah, especially if it falls in the middle of the week. I don't really celebrate my birthday if it falls in the middle of the week. So this year, my birthday is let me see what day of the week it is oh, it's on a tuesday yep so i'm gonna be celebrating that weekend so like the 10th and the 11th which is also valentine's day weekend i'm really i so feel like, bad for you because <laughs> valentine's day is so great and you're depriving yourself on an awesome holiday am i i think so yeah i love valentine's uh, day i mean i'm gonna i don't know i'm gonna be busy celebrating my birthday and not valentine's day so i would rather celebrate my birthday a whole week it's not a whole week. I just explained it to you. Well, it's the falling sa- on the same weekend as Valentine's Day weekend. 
Well, yeah. Well, you could go out to dinner or something on Valentine's Day. Why not enjoy two I, separate holidays? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, what are you and Cammie doing for Valentine's Day? Um, so what I know we're doing is she is work. She works in Sonoma, so we're gonna get dinner somewhere in Sonoma. Now, I don't spend a bunch of time there because we live in Santa Rosa, so I'm still trying to pinpoint what restaurant. But you know, I'm gonna get her a little gift. We're gonna go to a restaurant. I'm gonna buy her flowers and just make her feel special for a night. Okay, what, uh, what, oh, do you know what you're gonna get her yet besides the flowers? I mean, uh, dinner's already expensive, so I guess that'll work. I know she is listening right now oh, on her mind. way to work at Klein Cellar, so I'm gonna keep my <laughs> lips sealed and maybe reveal it in the six o'clock hour later. I'm gonna tell her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell her anyway. Do I actually know uh, or am I making that up? <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.